0: Thank you for joining us on Two Middle-Aged Men and Their Top Ten. I'm Scott,
1: and I'm John.
0: And if you'd like to check out our social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all with the same handle at Two MAM Top Ten. That's at the number two M A M T O P T E N. And if you'd like to subscribe, follow our show, you can find us on Anchor and Spotify the easiest. We are also on Apple Music, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and most of the places where you find podcasts. Please follow, rate, and review, and let us know what types of lists you'd like to hear about in the future. But now, for now, let's get on with the show. And this is actually a bonus episode. We won't be doing a list, uh, but we will be discussing uh, two new movies, uh, one of which is... uh, strictly streaming and the other which is streaming as well as playing in theaters um, and that one is Firestarter uh, which is what we're going to begin with. The movie was directed by Keith Thomas uh, written by or uh, the screenplay by Scott Teams based on the novel by Stephen King. Uh, the movie stars Zac Efron, Ryan Kiera Armstrong, Sidney Lemon, Michael Gray Eyes. Gloria Rubin, Kurtwood Smith, and John Beasley. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> there isn't really much uh, to say about this one. Um, it wasn't very good. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I didn't really have high hopes for this one um, initially. I mean, here when I heard that they were remaking Firestarter, I was like, why? And after seeing it, I have the same, <laughs> so, the same feeling, like why? Um, I, I will say when I found out that Zac Efron was in it, my expectations raised a little bit and also coming from Blumhouse, um, which they have a pretty high track record for, you know, horror films, they tend to be a little smarter and, you know, um, so I, yeah, so I thought, well, maybe, you know, you know, maybe they'll, they'll do this right. You know, I mean, the, the original, uh, I, I remember it was okay. I haven't seen it recently I didn't get around to to re-watching it but I mean it's got Drew Barrymore and uh Martin Sheen and uh a few other people I mean just on that alone is it's worth you know watching the original um but uh but yeah this this one it was just pretty straightforward pretty empty I thought I it it literally follows the pretty much the same path as the 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 original and i mean which was which follows the book um in fact the other one was pretty pretty much just like the book i mean it you know so i mean if you uh, so yeah i mean this one changes it the ending a little bit but I, not for the better i i, I don't think uh, yeah it left me even more stupefied uh like yeah i just the whole movie is just empty and for no purpose like i'm just like you keep waiting for it to go somewhere and go somewhere and to what end. And then the end, it literally is no end. It just kind of ends. And it's just like, well, what, that ending doesn't make any sense after everything that just followed all of a sudden we've got a, you know, a somewhat happy. It, I don't know. It's, it's a mess. What what are your, what are your thoughts?
1: I will start with the things that I liked, which is a shorter list. So <laughs> When it comes to acting performances, I think Kurtwood Smith was probably the standout, even though he had one scene. Yeah, yeah. But um, the problem is he had to act across Gloria Rubin in her role, and she just was bad.
0: Yeah, throughout the whole movie. Um, Yeah, she wasn't even. She's supposed to be like evil, and you you don't even. It's not even. It's not even a good evil. You know what I mean? Like it's not even no yeah, sorry ryan Kier armstrong the new girl i see
1: some promise i mean she did yeah. decent for what she was supposed to be doing zach was okay yeah i suppose i don't so that's out of the way i don't like <laughs> so carpenter did the music and it sounded it sounded retro like Stranger Things retro, yeah, but not in a in a good way. Like Stranger Things is like Stranger Things is based in the 80s. This movie has been updated. They have cell phones and technology. It's this yeah. day with 80s techno music, and that was off putting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I forgot that he had done the music. I mean, I and, and uh, I, I honestly, I, I don't even you know it, the music wasn't even memorable to me. It was it was right. just the
1: cinematography felt like it came from charmed or some other sci-fi tv show yeah that that wasn't even good the in fact these guys guys who wrote and directed and they're basically nobodies. i mean not not that nobody can't make a good movie but right see scott teams that that was the weird thing is scott teams the guy who wrote the screenplay he Wrote Rectify, which was a great TV show, and Narcos, which I didn't see but I heard good things about. So Rectify was good. The thing I I just watched Old by M Night Shyamalan. It came to yeah. HBO Max this week, and I yeah. I was thinking about this movie because I watched this one before. And then I watched Old, and they were similar in a way. I mean, they're both kind of science, uh, sci-fi yeah. type yeah. situations. Like
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, But
1: Old, I, I liked Old. It wasn't, not that it was great, but I liked it. And it, it had s- some of the same problems, some of the same some of, Photography problems and stuff but i yeah. thought i thought it had more promise like it could have been great i don't yeah. know what would have helped this movie other than a whole new movie
0: you know yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i i i wouldn't say i liked old um i i definitely yeah it's definitely a better movie than this old is <clears throat> old is like a, a near miss like it's just barely you know barely under for me um or this is this isn't even you know this is just trash i mean there's this, this movie is really just pointless there's really no like i said there's there's no reason for its existence they said i'm a, i'm all for you know like remaking old old movies that are you know like like aren't that good like i that's i would i would more rather them remake you know bad movies than remake great movies you know what i mean but if you're gonna do that you gotta at least do it better than before (laughs) and this to me this is worse like i would much rather watch the original um Firestarter. and again that movie i didn't think was that great either but this one is just it's literally a rehash of it that with some updated stuff that isn't even like isn't even that cool like i mean yeah i mean the fire effects are okay but i mean they're not spectacular um not that they need to be but i mean they're 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 efficient for what what it they could need to be, be but i mean but she controls
1: like, fire that's literally what she does right let's right. see it
0: yeah well, that's true yeah that's true and that's the problem too is it feels like maybe they're setting this up doing doing the there, with, there is that,
1: supposed to be a, yeah yeah a off and a tv show and okay. all this stuff yeah yeah see that's
0: that's and i hate that like that's it's like the mortal Kombat and there was that that uh, without remorse movie with michael b jordan um they like all these movies that like they're just there to set up the next movie but the care isn't put into actually making a decent you know mm-hmm. first movie so yeah I, I, I th- mean, another
1: I- another positive thing i guess is the charlie in this movie is what four or five years older than what drew barrymore was in the original so yeah that's that's kind of uh decent you know kind of connecting her power to her coming of age yeah no, yeah
0: yeah i mean yeah that's i agree that's a good idea i didn't yeah i didn't really get that as much you know (laughs) out Mm -hmm. of the movie Mm -hmm. um i mean other than other than the you know the the hint of it or whatever but i mean you don't it's not really that isn't explored you know like turning red yeah i don't know if you've seen that yet but Mm -hmm. um where that definitely is more of a exploration of that idea and 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 runs with it uh but anyways Anyways. um (laughs) yeah literally
1: it's fairly (laughs) explicit
0: yeah (laughs) um but anyway but this yeah uh I, I do i did like i would have to say uh, the only thing that i liked um was the performance by ryan Kira armstrong um i like in the few moments where she was allowed to actually you know display any sort of character emotion or other you know other than um you know blow, blowing into flames or whatever um i thought she did really good like i mean i i that was the only part of the movie where i was really interested or invested or any sort of anything uh you know the rest of i mean yeah i like zach efron and you know like you said he's he's compelling on screen but i didn't care about his character i mean you know i didn't i it it was just zach efron you know what i mean like it was just um yeah and i and the whole they did the
1: aging thing where he's you know something's going on with his chin in real life so he has a beard and how they de-aged him was to give him longer hair where they could have just he could have shaved and (laughs) shot those scenes last (laughs) yeah oh whatever what do i know
0: yeah but i mean that that's (laughs) yeah i mean that's that's the least of the film's problems (laughs) to me um because like i said i didn't even care about his character like there was no Real connection, like you know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel emotionally connected with him or any any situation with his daughter. Like I said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't and- care about, I didn't care about anything or anyone in the movie except for Charlie. But again, they didn't explore her very much. She was just, that, I mean, she was just a fire, the fire star. That was really, that was the only interesting aspect of her character, and that wasn't even explored that much. And so,
1: well, and yeah, once and- the
0: movie got interesting, it, it ended. So. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Well, it's not even that you talk about not caring about Zach's character. I I would go so far as I just didn't like him. I didn't think, I didn't, I mean, he came around at the end, but I don't think he's a good dad. <laughs> I mean, honestly, with no. the decisions he was making and you know, <laughs> yeah. up, t- up until the end where he's like, kill everybody you know or whatever you know or kill everybody in this place and she still does not even do that she like yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah 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 that's uh, yeah, and I didn't understand that at all like after like yeah that made no sense and then um and then like uh well honestly like had I had i was I not familiar with the book and or the previous movie I don't think I would have even been as involved as I was because things happen and then it just kind of like the whole scene at the at the house, like uh, with the guy who's taking care of them, and then the police show up and everything. Like that's a that's a monumental moment in both the book and the previous movie. I mean, that's an intense like you know co- confrontation and everything. Um, and here I it's say, just like it's I it's say, just it's nothing. It's not exciting. It's it just it happens, and then all of a sudden he's taken and
1: this is one of the few books of stephen king's that i don't think i read
0: yeah and i mean it's not like it's not one of his great books either i mean it's a b yeah. level you know fun to silly i mean the book is silly too um but uh and i think that's part of the problem too is i think this is one of those books that is just better on the page um, because a lot of it is going on with inside the character's heads i mean it literally you know what i mean like um so it's it's you know you, you get that richness in the book where on, on the screen it, it does play a little silly no matter how uh well it's handled but this isn't even attempting to you know to yeah explore that. there's, there's mean... ways there's ways that they could have at least tried that they didn't even attempt so
1: there's a yeah there's telepathy and telekinesis and all that stuff that's better understood off screen you know what yeah reading about it or hearing exactly. it. exactly
0: yeah. exactly exactly so
1: i yeah. on on imdb i i may have been generous i don't know i gave it a three out of ten <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um I guess well technically I I do more out of a, a five scale and so I, I I give it like a two out of five so I guess that translates to a four out of ten actually but I mean that seems that seems too generous when I so I think I'll, I think I'll just stick with you and say three out of three out of ten. And
1: I don't know if there doesn't there doesn't seem to be like any callbacks or any uh-huh, there doesn't right. seem to be any um, callbacks or any. Cameos or anything related, which is usually cool fan service type stuff, but yeah, it is. I mean, one of the trivia is Rainbird, who play or no, Michael Gray Ice, who plays Rainbird, is Native American. This is the first time a Native American played Rainbird in one of the movies. I'm like, this is the second movie way yeah, to go
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well i guess i think there was a sequel actually but i don't know if Rainbird. oh okay. i honestly i just thought of that just now when you were because i was trying to think because i don't even i didn't remember well, he died in the first now, one yeah so i guess so i don't know yeah i don't know what they're talking about like i said i haven't seen this maybe he's in the sequel somehow but i haven't seen it but yeah this this was uh anyway yeah George C. scott played him but that was back, yeah, I mean, it was the 80s and nobody cared at that, you know, back then. So, yeah, there's been a lot of memes I've seen about that, like George C. Scott as Native American Rainbird or whatever, but. That's um, funny because
1: I added to our to-do list top 10 whitewashed movies. Yeah. And I added that before watching this and before reading the trivia, and then I saw he played Rainbird
0: yeah. <laughs> in the first one. yeah. But I will say that Michael, Michael, or not Michael, uh, George C. Scott was definitely a much scarier character than the one portrayed here. Uh, he was, he, I mean, that was, that was, a, that was one of the, it's one of those great, like Dennis Hopper ish, over the top, kind of villainous, just nasty SOBs. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that they got a Native American to do it, but it, it would have been nice if they'd have given him a character this time around as, as rich as George C. Scott got. You know, in the in the other show, but anyways, all right, that's all I've got on on Firestarter. Let's let's move on to the
1: so the so Firestarter is on Peacock, Peacock Plus, or the paid yeah. version of Peacock, and in, in theaters came out the same day. Um, yeah. The next movie we decided to watch and review came out is an indie film that. Uh, later came exclusively streaming to HBO Max and it is The Survivor uh, directed I'll go ahead and give ratings for this one because this is actually a good movie so (laughs) this is uh, 6.8 on IMDb Um, it says it came out in 2021 that's when it was released Sundance or wherever it came from I think it came from Canada but it's official it's officially a 2022 movie or I'm treating it that way yeah a tomato meter of 84% with an audience score of 75% directed by Barry Levinson written based on a book by Alan Scott Haft written by Justine Jewel Gilmer film stars Ben Foster Vicky Cripps, Billy Magnuson, Peter Sarsgaard, John Leguizamo, Danny DeVito, Dar Zuzovsky, and Paul Bates. Post World War II, Harry Haft is a boxer who fought fellow prisoners in the concentration camps to survive. Haunted by memories of guilt, memories and guilt, he attempts to use high-profile fights against boxing legends like rocky marciano as a way to find his first love again so i i enjoyed this one quite a bit and it has i enjoyed the storytelling technique because you the movie starts out in i would what 1960s 63 63 I
0: 63
1: yeah he's strolling down the beach and then it and then it it flashes back to when he was in if what it flashes back to the start of the war world war Two, when germans were rounding up jews and putting them in camps and doing all that nasty stuff sort of a i don't i don't want to say present day but there's sort of a little timeline that happened After the war was over and he immigrated to the United States. Based on a true story uh, about Harry Haft, who was a, he ended up being a fight, a, a boxer, but the only reason he did is because he got into a fight with a guard, a Nazi guard. I don't know, not really a fight. He just knocked him out and kept punching him. And a different officers saw potential so he trained him to box and all of those scenes uh, from that day and age from in the war all of those scenes are filmed in black and white and then everything um quote unquote current times is in color but it shows ben foster is shown at three different ages more or less And he did the whole gained weight for the old guy, lost weight for the skinny, yeah, uh, emasculated guy in a concentration camp. He, uh, he's he was haunted not so much by the war, but by the fact that he fought against other prisoners in order to stay alive because they're all the fights were to the death, and right before. The war broke out and they came in. The Germans came in because he's Polish, right? So uh, he had met this girl who was played by Dar Zuzovsky. And they, I don't know, they're like 15, 16. And they had only known each other for like three, four months, five months. She got taken first and then he got taken. And he spent, after the war ended, he spent his time trying to fight these matches just so he can get in the paper, but they had to be big enough matches so he could be in national papers. So if she made it, she could see him in the paper and know he made it and he's still alive. And yeah. then um, finally, his last fight, he decided to stop looking for her. And he had been going to the office for people who... Who were doing the research or keeping files on immigrants who are coming over and checking in to see if her name had popped up at all and any beginner relationship with a girl who was working there and they were both i don't know i don't think she's looking for anybody but i remember the comment was if i'll give you you can share me with leah and i'll share you with so-and-so and And she said okay and then they got married and opened a vegetable stand and and uh towards the end he uh, his his um newspaper friend played by peter sarsgaard comes in 20 years later and hands him an address of where leah lives and he makes this surprise trip and by this time, he has two kids to go see her, and he gets some closure. He sees her, and she's she's dying from like stage four cancer, and and um, he's had a rough relationship with his son because most I think most dads from that generation are kind of that way. Like I had it rough, and I turned out the way I did. I'm tough because I had it rough. So that means you have to have it tough yeah so you'll be strong too <laughs> doesn't yeah. always work out the greatest <laughs> yeah but, but he finally um relents and tells him he says i'll tell you my story but only once and then they live happily ever after pretty much
0: what did you think yeah i mean i liked it um i i don't i was i don't know um it's a good movie. I don't think it's a great movie. I think the I, I liked the way it was done to a certain extent, but I also felt like I don't know, it didn't have a lot of emotional weight for me until the end when mm-hmm. he finally, you know, kind of re- reveals to his wife, you know, oh, that fight against that, his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Against his friend. And that that I, I felt like that that's something that was missing. Cause they, they showed flashbacks to the thing, but I, I, I don't know. I wish that they would have hinted a little more towards how, I mean, obviously the concentration cap was bad. I mean, you don't need anything other than that, but, but it, there's still, there, there wasn't anything there to really hone in on him specifically. I mean, there you know, they, I don't know. I just, I would have liked a little more scene like that um, to show how, rough it was for him specifically um and then um because man that I, that scene and the, the last 30 minutes of the movie are really like powerful and i, I just the, the the rest of it was well it was good and i enjoyed it i just i kept i was kept trying to like get emotionally involved and i just wasn't able to until until that point um and so it was a little little mixed for me there but um but Ben Ben Foster was—I mean, he's—he's he's an amazing actor. We've talked about him before. He—he, he, I mean, he's—he's—he's he's, he's underrated as far as the just the the depth and the uh, range that he has. I mean, I, I think part of that is that he does—he plays a lot of villainous roles in in more you know uh, more mainstream movies that he's been in. He's usually like the the villain, and he does great in that. And I think that's what he's mostly known for. I don't think many people have seen, you know, because he was he's in he's been in a lot of other movies where he's played richer characters like this, or in like hell or high water, hostels. Oh. Um yeah, um, and unfortunately yeah. those movies don't get you know don't get as much uh you know viewings. Hostels, uh,
1: that's the one with um
0: Christian Bale and yeah
1: and they're transporting
0: oh he was in 310 to yuma which was another yeah where he was uh christian yeah he's he also with christian bale on that one too i think it was christian Al- bale's son in that one
1: alpha dog
0: yeah yeah of course alpha dog he
1: uh yeah and he is he is jewish and the only reason i know that is because they used his real pictures at the beginning of alpha dog him and um anton yelkin are both jewish yeah because they use both of their bat Mitzvah pictures for yeah. the for the the beginning of that movie so yeah. i think that that probably helped his performance some
0: oh yeah i'm, I'm yeah. sure yeah but i mean it's still yeah it's it's still uh, uh still amazing um even on top of that because i mean he just he disappears into the role yeah i was actually reminded of you know uh for many reasons of uh, robert de niro uh in Raging bull both in the uh the major you know weight gain and and uh but also just just the 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 way he disappears into the role uh you know regardless of makeup or whatever like it's a performance there it's not just you know it's not just the tricks of the makeup and and all that kind of stuff. It's you know, yeah. It's it maybe ten percent that, but it's like ninety percent Ben Foster. You know, just owning that performance and just really creating that character. And because uh, regardless of the makeup, he still looks like Ben Foster. You know, just it's, like Robert De Niro looks I think, still looks like Robert De But at the same time, he does it. Like he he it's does it mostly you know, like, just
1: the nose. I think. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the hairstyle. Or he probably, well, yeah, but he's whatever, probably,
1: but- yeah, he probably, a lot of the the beef in his face from when you know when he's sixty years old, he, he probably gained that weight. I I like the nice little surprise of Danny DeVito.
0: Yeah, I, I was just gonna say that. Being, yeah.
1: being the other guy's coach or whatever. Yeah, and and him helping him. He's like, why you help me beat him? He's like, no, I'm helping you <laughs> yeah. not die, basically. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> survive or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I was supposed to say it was, it was, yeah, it was a nice, that's exactly how I was going to put it. It was a nice surprise to see Dan DeVito, who I haven't really, other than um, it's always sunny, haven't really seen him much. Yeah, recently. he's got, I saw something
1: on triplets, which is coming.
0: Yeah, hopefully. but I
1: heard I heard that um, it's going to be Tracy Morgan, and that uh, Eddie Murphy dropped out. Or
0: yeah, I don't. I, well, at one time it was showing all. It was showing all four. Like it was showing that it was going to be Tracy Morgan and, oh, um, Eddie Murphy. But I heard I heard the same thing that he was replacing. Uh, so who knows? That that movie's been in in like development for. 20 30 years so
1: yeah this one premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival in September 2021 yeah. and HBO acquired the distribution rights and it was released on HBO Max April 27th 2022 interesting we were just talking about old, uh, kind of comparing it to Firestarter. Yeah. And Vicky Crepes, who plays Miriam in this one in the Survivor, he's who Ben Foster goes on to marry. Um, she's the wife and mom in Old. Hmm, yeah the one who goes deaf basically
0: yeah yeah like i said i i, I liked it uh, yeah it's definitely a really good good movie it's definitely worth seeing um, so yeah it's a good ben foster movie yeah yeah it's definitely yeah he definitely carries most of it if not all of it yeah there's he, actually there, there's a movie actually that i was reminded of too. another movie called uh, triumph of the spirit which i haven't seen in forever i vaguely remember it it's got willem dafoe um but it's got a similar story where he's he's because but it 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 all takes place in the concentration camp he's a boxer and that's how he survives is by boxing and it's interesting it's also based on a true story although i don't think it's the same i'm not sure if it's the same i don't think it's the same person but what's it called triumph of the spirit no that i doubt it that
1: was yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's just weird that, the you know, uh, it's the similar, it's a very similar story though with the, you know, the girl. And like I said, I haven't seen it in years. I, I remember thinking it was good back then I was looking it up and it looks like it didn't get the best reviews or whatever, but uh, it's on Tubi. So I'll probably, I'll probably check it out. And...
1: I Also, I think it was a nice, um, a nice little role for Peter Sarsgaard where he doesn't have to be a total wacko yeah weirdo
0: yeah <laughs> he, he yeah.
1: actually gets to do something nice
0: yeah and well and in fact i think all the performances are pretty pretty good um I, I i mean it's just ben Foster is the only character that's really developed even um uh what's her name that plays miriam um yeah like she, she gives a really good performance but i i i I also wish they'd have developed that relationship a little bit better, because um, it's like it. it, ju- I don't it, know. it they're they're yeah, it literally just jumps to them being married. Yeah, it's like they're they're,
1: they're reluctant lovers, and then they're unhappily married twenty years
0: later. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, exactly, and so yeah there was it, yeah it just was just like okay that that happened but we don't get to see that we don't really get to see their relationship really develop beyond that yeah i mean and even that's not towards even the the, the that scene where um he you know they're they're being romantic with each other whatever and then he runs to the bathroom and you know the oh, yeah, whole yeah. thing and whatever like and that's their wedding day and that's even that's right and then it cuts yeah that, yeah and it's like that so like there was nothing before that was the first time where there was really any kind of, I don't know, tension or any sort of connection between them, I guess. I don't know. So, yeah, I just I felt like the first half was just kind of confusing or not confusing. And like just it was I don't know what I like just it was kind of mixed. It was just like there were things happen and it was important information to know. But it just there, like I said, it lacked any sort of emotional development and then all of a sudden
1: it, yeah it could have been it, it could have been streamlined in that time put in somewhere else
0: yeah i well I, yeah i think i think they shouldn't have jumped around so much maybe i don't i don't know i don't know it's it's it's, it's difficult because I, I understand why they do the jumping because you're you're understanding him at this point by showing what happened before but unfortunately there's not enough stuff going on in that present which is you know the not the 1963 but the 1948 or, whatever, or 50 whatever whatever year that's supposed to be um post war or whatever and like i just I, I felt that part needed a little more developing
1: yeah he oh man yeah he shot the auschwitz stuff first he lost 62 pounds to shoot that and then Took a five week break and gained 50 pounds to shoot the rest of the movie. Bale, Christian Bale type stuff there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's a it's an amazing performance. And yeah, I mean, I he I, he definitely, if anything, deserves at least a nomination. Um yeah, I mean, it's it's certainly the probably the at this point I would say it's a shoe-in for winning, but but of course, you know.
1: Oscars. a lot of that
0: yeah, yeah I would wow I mean anything that I've seen so far I don't but again I mean you know a lot of that stuff usually comes later on in the year anyway so you know it's obviously early to to guess but I would I would definitely say he's he's probably gonna get a nomination
1: how, I wonder how does it work how how does it work out like with this one when it was you yeah. know re- released at Toronto in 21 but distributed in april of 22 was this technically
0: yeah i think it would still be up for oscars the only thing is is the fact that it went to hbo max i don't know but i mean they've nominated netflix movies so
1: well coda won
0: yeah and it was a yeah so
1: I'm not, yeah, I'm not worried about any of that kind of stuff. I'm just curious about the timing of it.
0: Yeah. Well, there's, there's a lot of movies that, that get, yeah, I think they base it on like, they'll, they'll base it on the April 27th, not the, the Toronto. Um, just, a lot of movies, a lot of movies go to festivals and stuff and then before their official dates and, you know, that April, dates. April 27th is, they released
1: it on Holocaust Remembrance Day. So that was probably on purpose.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure.
1: And that that I wonder who do the producers lobby who lobbies for to get nominated?
0: Yeah, I, I think so. I, I've never honestly, I've
1: never looked into that. This is this year is the first year I really paid attention to them
0: because of this. So I don't know. much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they they. I, somebody, lot I know it's like this it, it, whether it's the studio or the producers. I'm not sure. I just know that they. Our starter needs to start last year. <laughs> yeah. Golden
1: raspberries. I bet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was gonna say it's definitely it's probably a
0: contender for best or worst movie. You know, uh but yeah, I mean that was. Like I said, I wasn't expecting much from it, so it wasn't was too much of a disappointment for me on that one. But I was a little disappointed by this one. Um, just you know, for what I've already said, I wish they would have gotten that emotional hook a little earlier in the movie. Um, but because because as of right now, there's a it's it's full of like all good scenes. It's just for that first half, they're just kind of scattered about and don't really have a connection until the end. And that's what really, to me, makes makes the movie, pulls the movie together is probably the last 30 minutes that really. And I, I, I think I give it about an 8, eight out of 10. Um, we're right about there. There's a neat photo. You see that? Uh, not yet. It says you started screen sharing. But it's not showing. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah.
1: Doesn't that look kind of, doesn't that, that reminds me of Rocky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to think of when that was in the movie.
1: Uh Probably the trailer. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. Every, everything's Marvelized these days. They had to keep something a secret so they didn't. I thought it was weird that he wasn't like, he's trying to get a fight with Rocky Marciano, which he does. Technically, he's not a boxer. He's not. He's not a boxer. He's a guy who boxed in Auschwitz. Yeah, and then came over here and you know did okay, but yeah, that's like Rocky. Well, see, that's that's like thing.
0: Rocky getting his title fight, but <laughs> well, that and that's the thing is like the, that's that uh, that that actually is the movie. In that it's telling too many stories that yeah, like maybe he was. I mean, there obviously was a reason, so I mean, he he was good enough to get there, but we didn't, they didn't show it, you know what I mean? Like, it just, that's what I'm saying, like, there's, there's, there's like, it's like pieces of a hole that we get, but I don't, so like, either they should have told it more direct, and given us a little more details of that time, and then just cut back, I, I don't know. It's a tough, I mean, it's a tough subject to have.
1: A movie that's too awful long about it, you know. Well,
0: yeah, no, and I, I mean, I but I, I think they could have gone a look like, twenty minutes longer and and filled in those little holes because I mean, like I said, I I don't know that they need to cut out anything. I mean, all that stuff's important. Um, I just felt like they they needed a little more depth to it because the problem is is it's telling too many stories, and it, you know, it doesn't like i said i i didn't feel a full connection to any of the auschwitz stuff and i didn't get a full connection to any of the boxing stuff there you know it was just kind of like like you said with the rocky marciano thing it's just like okay here he is he's gonna be fighting rocky marciano well it's like well what led to that how did we get here you know what i mean and we don't get any of that
1: i don't know but it's still an interesting
0: story i'm still i'm glad i saw it it was a good movie and a great performance
1: yeah and it's based on a true story too so Maybe he could have wrote his book better, and we'd have a
0: better movie. Well, I have a feeling. Well, I have a feeling the book is probably you know got all those details that were that were missing.
1: Well, other wow. than he doesn't know how to read English, so I don't know. Well,
0: <laughs> that's that's a good point. But yeah, still a good movie. I would I would definitely recommend it. it definitely definitely got to you know sit through that first hour though. You got to you know be patient and it doesn't. I don't know. Maybe it
1: does. I was gonna say it doesn't really feel like a Livingston movie, other than I just saw he's the one that directed You Don't
0: Know Jack. Yeah, yeah, he's actually directed quite a few like Sleepers. HBO. Oh okay. uh, yeah. Um on HBO um True Stories recently, but yeah. I mean I, I don't know that I yeah, I don't know that without knowing that it was barry levinson that i would have gone it you know that i would have been able to know oh this is a barry levinson movie and even knowing that yeah i don't i wouldn't say that i because usually his movies are like richer in detail and you know like sleepers and bugsy and
1: all right well thank you for joining us on two middle-aged men in their top 10 i'm john and i'm scott uh, if you'd like to check out our social media, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all with the same handle at 2MAMTop10. That's at 2MAMTOPTEN. Also, you can support us monetarily at anchor.fm forward slash 2MAMTop10. You can sign up and provide three different levels uh, 99 cents four dollars and 99 cents or nine dollars and 99 cents please rate review subscribe thank you for listening to our reviews of the survivor and firestarter Uh, there are many other movies coming to streaming in the coming months so if there's any others you'd like to hear us review let us know and we'll see you later see you later